Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the Just Capital seal. Bank of America is ranked number one for ongoing commitment to their workers with initiatives like Sharing Success, which awarded 97% of their teammates additional compensation, nearly all in stock. This is the program's seventh consecutive year, awarding more than $4.8 billion in total. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. The Ticket. Podcasts are brought to you in part by Lewis Jewelers, the official jeweler of The Ticket and proud partner of Michigan Athletics. And we are back, folks, here on the Michigan Insider Sports Talk 1050 WTKA online at WTKA.com. Sam Webb, Ira Weintraub on the other side. Uh, folks, you know, we spent most of the morning talking uh, talking Michigan, Michigan basketball, NFL combine, of course. And we'll get back to all of those topics. But biggest story in sports, we happen to talk about this dude a lot on this show, uh, mostly in jest, because I'm always on my man, Eric, in South Carolina for not turning over the info, the intel, the connect to John Beeline, uh, to John Morant, to John Beeline, right? Because he, he knows John, he knows his people. Like, man, how come you didn't tell John Beeline about John Morant? And I've, you know, we've heard Eric tell stories. Like, man, you know, good kid, good family. You know, nothing that would lead you to believe that what we have seen transpire over the last few weeks and certainly this uh, this past weekend would, would transpire. It just, it seemed, now you never really know someone, you, I mean, you can't say that you really know a celebrity from what you see or what you hear. You don't really know people, but from the people who do know him, having him brandish a gun on social media for them seems to be a what the hell except they aren't saying what the hell right this just seems like not who he not who he has been uh, or at least who he was uh whatever this is it is putting his um his future as a as one of the faces of the nba in question right now he has a two-game suspension they're saying they don't know when he he'll be back, so that's an inde- that's not a two game suspension. That's an indefinite suspension, right? So I mean, they don't know when he's going to come back. For now, his sponsors are sticking with him, his big ones. So Powerade and Nike, there, they haven't gone away from from job. But it's like, man, Ira, you talk about just not being able to understand, not being able to understand. What could you possibly, this is not even a heat of the moment thing, going on social media and brandishing, how, of all of the boneheaded, stupid decisions that you could make, this one is up there. I don't get it. I don't think there's, uh, I have, I'm glad to see there's no one uh, excusing and saying, uh, nah, man, this is. This is a foolish, foolish choice, and a foolish choice that he seems to be admitting. But you have, uh, you have an issue on your hands if you are the Memphis Grizzlies because you've had a couple of incidents now that to go along with this. Even if this were an anomaly, if this were something that was out of the blue, that in and of itself would be like what the hell. But when you have, you know, he's 
fighting a 17-year-old over a basketball game, and you, you have these things that are popping up, it makes you wonder if you're the Memphis Grizzlies, man, is it the people around him that are the that are the influence? Because that's what you hear some of the pundits saying. You, you got to be careful who you have around you, mm-hmm. right? Which I hear and I get, but is it the people around him or is it him? Like, Sam, who's for, the influence here right now? You know, and I, and part of the that question is it almost doesn't matter because whether it's the people around him or it's him, he's still making bad decisions. Whether it's him making the decision or him keeping questionable people around him, either way, we've had a lot of conversations lately. Way too many, really, for our taste when we like to talk about sports. We've had way too many conversations lately about questionable decision-making, bad decision-making, poor decision-making, and how that can impact you, right? Talk about Miller with Alabama. We talked about Carter with Georgia now heading to the draft. We're talking about Ja here in this situation. And there are others that are all in the last couple of last few weeks. That's a lot. We always kind of say we expect things to happen, but that's a lot in this window. But why – I'm trying to figure out why people that are in a position to – I mean, you're talking about, I mean, where they are. One bad decision can take it all away. And to not think things through. And, like, to that's like – Checks and balances. Like, I'm trying to figure out that if where maybe it's even more so with Jaws and the other kids. The other kids are at least in college. I'm not passing them, you know, giving them a pass, but they're in college. But Jaws, I don't know how you get to this stage and continue to make, or not continue to, because as you said, it's a couple of them. But either way, he made a very bad decision that can be very costly. I'm trying to figure out how he's at this stage of his career and this happens. So, why there's so many happening in the early part of this year. Let's put the stupidity of this latest event into some perspective here and give it some context. There was a Washington Post story on Wednesday, right? So last week, Wednesday, where they laid out a couple of of incidents that allegedly took place with Ja this summer. Uh, There were police reports, but no arrests from these two incidents. One of these incidents is the one with the 17-year-old boy that I'm talking about. I guess there was a pickup game, and he fought with the 17-year-old. And then the 17-year-old alleges that he came, he emerged from the house with a gun in his waistband uh, and his hand on the weapon after the fight, right? So a few days after that, Ira, you are on Instagram at a club with a gun, and you're showing it. I, I, I just, somebody help me out. Help me understand how you make that choice. Business has always been about turning a profit, making money. But can it stand for something more? Something beyond dollars and cents? We think so. We think that today, business has a higher calling, a purpose to be fair and just to do right by their workers, customers, communities, and the environment. And it turns out companies successful doing that also do better for their bottom line. When you see the Just Capital seal, it means this company is a force for good. Visit JustCapital.com to learn more. 
What's up, folks? Anthony Armstrong here. Bob Popple, along with Super Bowl champion Carl Banks. Hey, NFL fans. This is Solomon Wilcox, former NFL safety and host of the Believe in Bengals podcast. Catch my show and all 32 Believe NFL podcasts. Listen in to former players give their inside perspective on your favorite team. Search Believe, that's B-L-E-A-V, on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcast. It's always football season, wherever you listen. I mean, this, this, this just, this is a level of just, just, just not common sense. Well, saying that's not the point. Is that the, that's the point. Of, if you don't, when you're at a stage, at, really, it doesn't have to be at, at his stage, right? You could be at any stage in your life when you're going out, like, and you're going out and hang out with your friends. This is the why that people have to question about having the wrong people around you because, well, reg- whether he made one or two bad choices, right? Because if you have the right people around you, what's not happening? You're not leaving the house with that because they're not going to let you. They, like, you can't – and that's part of – right? I, I saw this stuff. I saw the Washington uh, Post article. I saw the news over the week. I'm, and I'm just trying to put all the – you know, connect these dots well, and how – I, I get having to have armed protect, security with you at the you, club. Yeah, you hire someone to do that for you. That's you their hire, job. Yeah. That's their but job. You, you pay them. The paper. You were just in the paper. With a 17-year-old accusing you of making a threatening gesture with a gun. And you're at a club flashing a gun. By the way, and here's here's another issue that emerges. So they, um, you know, this was one of those deals where it could get into, uh, you know, some collective bargaining here, that, or the CBA, where there's a rule about taking a gun on the team plane, right? And so, did you take the gun on the team plane? Because, Ira, they were in Denver. And so, uh, yeah, this is this is another thing. I mean, was it was it someone else's that you had? I mean, that, that might be the explanation, but there was a report out that if he, you aren't supposed to have guns in, in the facilities, which accounts the plane and could subject him to, according to one report, up to a 50-game suspension. I don't know if if it'll come to that. I don't know if, like I, like I said, that it was someone else's weapon and he didn't bring it on the team. Play. This just goes deep. Well, then that, lead, well, that leads point. to other, and we might have to put the, the uh, silver fox symbol up again and call out Joe. That leads to other questions, right, because if it's not his – that then is a legal question. So he might it might be a situation where he is either suspended or he has a bigger legal issues. I don't have enough information at the moment. And I don't know all the laws in Denver and in Colorado as far as what you can and cannot do. Because I know back in the story, if you remember in New York, this is what got Plaxico in trouble. Because you can't do that in New York. Other thing that got Plaxico in trouble is that you don't put that in your elastic waistband. Maybe something a little more secure and that would be a good idea. But that's just a, and that's another practical conversation for a separate day. But, yeah, it is. Um, this just like I don't know his background in full, but the way that they describe him, he was like a, a, a prep school guy is probably going a little bit too far, but that's kind of the the description that you're like a private school. Kid. I don't know if he went to private school or not, but that's kind of the description, the imagery that you get. Yeah, this was surprising news, I think, to a lot of people. It was uh, over the course of the week, like one or the other, and then you put both together. Pretty surprising news. Yeah, man, this is uh, 
for one of the faces of the NBA. Uh, one of my favorite players for sure, without question. One of the players that I, I still, to this day, hold over the head of my man, Eric. <laughs> and now he could come back around and say, see, Sam, I, I, there was a little something that I was holding back that I didn't tell. I wasn't telling you because I didn't want to let that information out. Right, so that maybe e you could kind of flip this a little bit and say you had heard some things, but you ain't want to share it, or you didn't you didn't want to give create a, a potential problem for John Beeline. So, you know, maybe you knew what you were doing all along. I I hope whatever it is, because Jalen was very poignant in talking about this. He said, you know, I've been uh, in drug raids. I've had my life threatened. You know, all the all the things, all the trappings. Uh, that that came along with me, I could have, you know, I could have gone down the wrong path. I could have gone down a path that didn't include a successful NBA career, a successful uh, career as a commentator. Uh, now, you know, he has his own school. He's a philanthropist. He's a businessman. He's doing all of these things. Uh, and imagine if he had let himself, not blaming others, not putting all the blame on on the people around you. You got some choices to make in that. If I had made some different choices, I wouldn't be in the position that I am in now. So they were sort of talking to him from experience, or Jalen was talking to him from experience. Like, hey, man, you you're kind of at a fork in the road. You're kind of at a crossroads where you made some bad decisions. Bad decisions, clearly, right? That you you have owned. There's no disputing. That's on you. I mean, that is you on film, on video, brandishing, <laughs> Iris shaking his head. It's like, what What are we doing? Like, I mean, let, let's say you have not condoning having it, but that you put it on social media. Like, why? You, you got to have everybody know that you got it. After the Washington Post just had a story on you, Talking so so now, the allegations from the seventeen year old are a lot more believable now, right? Before they were just allegations. Is he say he say he say, right? Police report no arrest. Now that seventeen year old sounds a lot more believable when you're on social media saying, you know, look at me at the club. I that's exasperatingly stupid. I'm, I wish I could put it another way. But it is what it is. We got to get to a break. Be back on the other side here on the Michigan Insider on Sports Talk 1050 WTKA. The ticket. Every week, Michael Rosenbaum is getting deep with someone new on the Inside of You podcast. Let's get inside of Shelly Hennick. So Obliterated's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I had the best time. And it was great. challenging, but it was like the show. That doesn't always happen. Everybody's trying to make a show and you're this not. This was a dream. It's no fun. Genuinely. And if it beautiful. wasn't, I would just keep my mouth shut and talk about something else. Like, yeah, it like, was. Hey, it was fine. Because yes. I've done that. I've asked people and they're like, you know. Yeah. Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum, wherever you listen.